Chops this one to short. Flip to second. That's it. Grace Christian has won the Division 5 State Championship. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Grace Baseball Weekly. I'm Ben Madison from Bending the Bracket Podcast alongside my co-host, Lane Smith. Hey, hey. This is going to be a podcast all about Grace Warriors baseball. That's a baseball team in Alexandria, Louisiana. We'll be coming to you weekly with Warriors head coach Josh Brown, where we'll cover news, recap games, preview upcoming matchups, have player interviews, and more. Coach Brown, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're very happy about this and excited to have you on to kind of give us a little recap of the program. And uh, this first episode, we just want to kind of talk to you and uh, see the history of the program, how far it's come along, and and how this challenging year has affected you. So how long have you been at Grace, Coach? Let's see. I've been there 21 years, January. Uh, Spent three years as as an assistant and, uh, you know, been the head coach now 18 years. So. It's been a little while. That's hard to believe. It makes me feel so old because I, I was actually a player on the team when you, when you came along. And in my mind, it's like 10 years ago, but no, it's 21 years. So yeah. it's, it's been a long time. But the things you've done with that program are, are so impressive. I don't even know how to explain how it was really just a startup program when you came on. And my first season there I believe it was the year before you came, and we didn't win any games. Uh, we weren't really competitive. So to see what you've done with the program is is really amazing. Bringing a state championship to the school, bringing multiple appearances in the state championship. I believe you've had, what, four total appearances in the state championship? Five. Five. Okay, so that's even better. Even better than I remember. Uh, Lane, what, what, are your, uh, what are your thoughts on the program and just what Coach has done with it? Remarkable to see the turnaround in the program's history. Uh, even more remarkable that you're still there 21 years later at a small school like that. That is unheard of uh, anywhere else. For a small school, a coach that's successful to stick it out 21 years is really remarkable. So, Coach, this has been a challenging year for everyone in every aspect of life, specifically in sports and in high school sports, especially with the seniors. Tell us a little bit about the challenges that COVID has brought onto the program. It's been it's been difficult, you know. Uh, you know, it started back in you know I guess March. You know, we're nine and three, and things are going well. And you know, we were actually the last week of our our season. We were playing really well. I felt like we were peaking at the right time. We just moved into number one for the last two weeks. So we were feeling really good. And then, you know, two months later, we're not playing anymore. We're shut down. Uh, we, we turned our focus to summer ball. And then uh, the biggest thing was checking guys' temperature every time they come to summer ball games, keeping up with that. You know, that that's a challenge. And then, you know, the social distancing part, the rules that the LHSA has. It's a lot difficult, but, you know, honestly, we've gotten kind of used to it. So, you know, now we're in the weight room, we're lifting, guys are working hard to get better, and then we got our fall season that just started. It's been a little challenge, you know what I mean? Honestly, you can't go out and do the things that you're used to doing, but we're learning to adapt to it because, honestly, like we tell our kids, we got to get ready for 21. 
and it's, it's going to be here before you know it. That's absolutely true. And, and just like really every aspect of our daily lives now is altered in some way. They call it the, the new normal, which I don't personally love, but you know, we don't see an end in sight. So we're going to have to, like you said, uh, do the best we can with what we got and, and get used to it in a certain way. So let's talk a little bit about your roster uh, moving forward. Uh, tell me about how many seniors are on the team, uh, how many returning players, some young talent that you see. Tell me a little bit about the roster. We've got four seniors on the team uh, with a lot of ex- – they, they've all got experience. Um, those guys are going to be key for us for sure. Uh, six returning starters. Uh, the seniors are – Ethan Devaney, outfielder, starting pitcher. He had a really good summer. He was 6-0 and this summer on the mound. He actually threw 23 scoreless innings in a row. Wow. Pretty, pretty excited about him. Uh, he's already got a scholarship offer uh, to champion Christian College in Arkansas, which kind of crazy. All four seniors have offers from that school already, and we're just getting started this year. That's amazing. Uh, we have Trent Barton. Uh, we moved Trent from third base to second base slash outfield this year. He's adjusted to it well this past summer. And then we've got JT Vazel, who's a shortstop, got probably the best glove on the team. Uh, he's, you know, he, he's doing a remarkable job. He's been an all-district shortstop the last couple of years. Got, got a very good glove. And then we've got Bryce Marler, who's been really coming to our captain. He's done a really good job. He uh, Pitches, plays first, and and backup catcher. But he's mainly at first base, mainly. And uh, he's a great guy coming out of the bullpen. So we're pretty excited about those four guys. And then we got the other two returning starters. We've got Luke Johnson. Uh, Luke started right field last year, but this summer we moved him to third base. He's just got a really good glove, really good guy with with a cannon across the diamond. And then we got Brody Fuller behind the plate who, you know, you guys look at him, you'll kind of be like, how's this guy behind the bump? He's only about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, about 115 pounds. Um, I've never been around a kid as, as light as this kid is with, a, with the arm that he has. Um, he's, he's getting a lot of good looks from a lot of good people that I've talked to. You know, he needs to put a little weight on, but I'll be honest with you, he's a – He's a dirt bag. He, he fits our program well. And then we got some other key returning guys that, that played some key roles this past year. They played a lot. We got a freshman, Seth Cook, who was a starting pitcher, kind of spot starter. Uh, he'll be in the starting rotation this year. And uh, he, he plays multiple spots, utility-type guy. And then we've got – a guy who came out of nowhere this summer, you know, I'll be honest, he was on the bottom of the depth chart, and now he's fighting for a job, and, and he's really done pretty good on the bump, is Philip Cole. He's a junior. Uh, and then we got Cody Davis, second baseman outfielder. He's a freshman. He's got a really good glove. Uh, Canyon Wright's just an eighth grader, first base DH, but one of our best guys in the weight room. Uh, this kid – I've been coaching a long time, and I'll tell you this. We don't let many guys swing wood bats. I've never let one swing wood bat in a real high school game. But last week, of course, we're, we can't coach in fall, uh, but we're watching the game. And we told him to let him swing a wood bat in the, the fall games, and the kid can swing the bat really well. Uh, he's he's going to be a force to reckon with for a while. He's a, he's a good power guy. And then we got Corson Courtright, who's a sophomore outfielder. 
who had a really good offseason uh, swinging the bat, has gotten a lot better. And then DH right fielder Jared Calco, who's a junior. And then we got a, a guy who's a transfer, uh, came from Pineville, Landon Omni. He, uh, he came last year. He'll have to miss, I think, a, a week or two of the, the beginning of the season before he's eligible. But he played all summer with us. Um, he's a guy, he's a low 80s guy. He's going to bring us some uh, definitely going to be a tough guy to deal with on the mound. I'm really excited about him. And, and I just like our team. We've got a good group. We've got either some more younger guys. Uh, they're going to work hard and do a good job for us on the JV schedule for sure. Yeah, it looks like you really do have a good roster there. And, and six returning starters is pretty impressive. Uh, and I know that you had three seniors that all got signed um, with college programs. And now these were your seniors that weren't able to complete due to COVID. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about them. And, uh, you know, we, we hate the way it ended for them, but we know they have a promising future. Man, no doubt about it. I will say this. Uh, Jimmy Miller, Austin Bruce, and Garrett Graves are, were three just great leaders for us this past year. I hated the way it ended. Um, I tell you this, it's, it's going to be hard to replace the Miller kid. I don't think you can replace him. He was such a good stick in the line. He's all-time career home runs leader at Grace. Um, you know, he's I, – I, I'll tell you this, if we have a season last year, he may hit double-digit home runs again as he did the previous season with 14. Uh, the kid is – he's special. He's up in Ohio right now. I actually watched him play his fall game last week. Start, he was at shortstop last week in the fall game for Cedarville University. He's going to do good things for them. Um, excited for him. Uh, then we got Garrett Graves. He was our center fielder. He is at Mid-Nazarene University in Kansas, and he's playing second base in left field. Um, so, you know, those two guys are going to be great assets to their college teams. And then we had Austin Bruce, who's elected just to go to LSUA. He was a leader, a vocal leader. Um, you know, he was just one of those guys. He was a good role model for our guys. So, you know, all three of those guys were good role models. I'm, 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 I hate losing those guys, but, uh, you know, and I hate the way it ended because I think they all know that we had a chance to, to make a run last year. And uh, but they're going to do good things in their college careers. I believe that. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at that, it, it, they definitely have good futures ahead of them. I think what's most impressive to me with your tenure at Grace is how you've, you've been able to build up that program uh, to keep consistent talent flowing in year in and year out. And as I alluded to earlier, uh, the program has come such a long way. So the fact that you're able to draw players in by having built such a special program, that really is a testament to, to your leadership and your ability to to succeed and to win on a consistent basis? As far as talent, you know, when you have a good program, people want to come there. I believe that. What's kind of unique with this roster here is almost every one of those kids on the roster have been with us since junior high. You know, some of them have been at Grace the entire time. So we've kind of really just developed those guys. Um, because I think people don't realize this. We went in 17 and 18 where we lost 14 seniors. And that's really hard 
for the future, we were thinking, you know, hey, we're going to be rebuilding. Well, then 2019, we go to the quarterfinals, and we have those same guys come back for 2020. Well, that's what we assume. Well, next thing I know, we got a guy transfers. So we've got to find another catcher. Uh, we, we make the fuller kid go from second to catcher was really a blessing. He's been phenomenal behind the plate. And then we have a great season this year. And then, you know, COVID. And then we lose our a guy who's who was our one of our starting pitchers. He decides to go to Ash, and he was supposed to be our starting center fielder. So we go into the offseason really just not really knowing what we're going to do. We fill the pitching spot for sure uh, with guys stepping up with the Cook kid, um, Philip Cole. And, and Omni, but you know, the biggest key for us right now going forward, we have to find a center fielder. I think we played all summer and we really never felt good uh, with one guy taking the job. We felt like, hey, it's two or three guys battling it out. And, it, and honestly, it'll probably still be going on in the fall. We had played a fall game last week for the first time watching those guys. And it's, it's kind of unique because you're sitting back watching the game now because you, uh, you can't coach it with LHSA rules. So we're getting to just see the guys play. And uh, it, it's a good time for us to evaluate. And, uh, you know, going forward, like I said, our guys, they're, they're going to work hard. That's really interesting. So a, a little bit more about that. So they don't allow you on the field or uh, they just basically – they let the players roll on their own? How, do, how, do that, how does that rule work? Well, fall ball, if you have more than five players on a team from your school, which most – this is a school league – uh, fall league, we so we can't coach it. Now, if we had four guys from our school and we wanted to do a mixed team, we could do it. But we uh, we just elect to keep our team together. We think it's better for the program. We've always done it that way. We need to, you know, because we don't get, but I tell everybody, we get a couple of scrimmages in a jamboree. So fall is very important. If you don't have a fall and, and you got guys playing on mixed teams, well, I don't really know how that's benefiting your team. I mean, I'm a – you know, travel ball is kind of – in some areas is really crazy. I think, you know, it's all about money and that aspect from some of that. But we're just a big believer. Let's keep our team together. If we're going to make a run at a state title every year, we got to build the chemistry and just keep that going. And, uh, you know, that's what we got to do. I just feel that's the right way to do things. And uh, and we got – it's a good league. I mean, and all the coaches kind of cool because you can sit back there with the other coaches from the other teams and – and you're just talking about your players or talking about things you, you think you need to work on, and you're just evaluating. You get to see uh, how guys respond with you not being on the field. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And then that's very cool because that's, that's almost like a preseason of sorts. And they get more playing time, uh, more time to gel together and, and work together. And that, like you said, that's much more beneficial than, than splitting them up and playing with other players. Lane, did you have anything you want to ask Coach Brown? Yeah, I just, you know, getting off the roster real quick, I just wanted to kind of know how you're doing with the uh, aftermath of Hurricane Laura. I know the field suffered significant damage. I uh, just wonder how that's coming along and if you're going to be able to have a season at the field or what you're doing to plan for that. I mean, it's been rough, you know. It's, it's been almost a month now. and We've cleaned up the damage, but besides the, the pole that's down at first behind first base, uh, we're still waiting on that. Um, 
you know, we don't have electricity still, which that kind of stinks. Um, it's just, it's a concern, but, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot of contractors. We've gotten bids. Now we're just kind of waiting on the insurance to move. Uh, and I, I think once they move, we can go forward. But, I mean, our goal is this, is to play at Merrill Blackburn Field in, in January for practice. And, 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 and well, we start actually December now with evaluations. And uh, we're, we're expecting to play, man. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's our own field. I don't want to be playing – uh, at another local school for home games or have to play games on the road. You know, I had a call from a school out of Shreveport the other night, was asking, hey, do you want to move your, your game at your place to my place? And, and I told the coach, I said, coach, right now our goal is to, to be back here. And my plan, honestly, is to have that field ready by December 1st. And, uh, and that's our goal, man. I mean, we got good parents. Uh, we've got a good coaching staff that's – you know, we're, we want to work. we got good players. And, the, and, and for the players, man, they, we put a lot of time and fundraising effort in that, that field. They deserve to be back at that field playing their home games. No doubt. And they've, they've suffered a lot uh, already with the hit of COVID and, and everything else that's going on this year. So uh, just to have some sense of normalcy to have them playing at home would be really important for them, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. And then – you know, these quotes, I tell you, p people don't realize the price of material has gone up. You know, I remember when we bought our first outfit wall and we re redid it, I think it was cost around eight, eight thousand, ten thousand. Well, now I think the lowest bid that we've gotten is like $24,000. Wow. So it's just people don't realize, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it's unbelievable the bids that we've gotten. And I know with Hurricane, I mean, a lot of people are dealing with this and, uh, I mean, I know down south, Lake Charles, it's it's been rough on those guys. But, uh, I mean, I just hate it. I mean, I, I want to kind of get back to normal, but it's going to take a little time. But, like I said, we got a good we got a good program and we got people behind us. And hopefully insurance comes through here pretty soon. But do you have any uh, website or anything set up for people to donate if they want to donate to the uh, efforts? Well, actually, one of our former players' uh, parents started a GoFundMe uh, Jim Miller is his boy was Jimmy Miller. He set it up. He didn't even call me. He just one day I was looking and he it, it was it was being shared by many of our former players and parents and uh, they just started a GoFundMe um, just to to donate something back to the program and help out just in case insurance couldn't cover the whole cost. So that's that was great on their part. Nobody asked them to do that. You know, and we're doing a couple of fundraisers to to try to draw some more money in and like I said I feel good where we're going and you know hopefully we can get that wall up pretty soon that and the batting cage our batting cage fell to the ground um the roof just collapsed just I don't know and then and like I said our concession it's transformer fell in the concession so that's it's been a little challenging but uh we've got that pole back up that's but still, we have no electricity because we don't have the first base pole done. So hopefully those things will get done here shortly and and we can get back going on the right track. For sure. Yeah, I'd uh, love to see you back in normal and playing at night under the lights at Merrill Blackburn Field. That would be a, a big uh, sense of normalcy and it would make a lot of people happy. And uh, I know I'd love to see it. Oh, for sure, man. With the We, we were hosting the Jamboree this year. 
And then we have the uh, Louisiana Prep Classic that we host opening weekend. So we definitely, you know, we want to host those games. Uh, we don't, we don't want to lose that. Definitely, definitely. Well, Coach Brown, it's it's been quite a year for your program. Uh, it's good to see that they're that they're going to keep going and keep fighting. And uh, if anybody can get that field ready to go for January, I know it's you and your guys. Uh, we wanted to thank you so much for coming on. As I said, this is going to be a weekly thing, so it's it's going to be really cool. Uh, we're going to have players on. We're going to have, of course, Coach Brown on. Lane and I will be here. Uh, any closing thoughts from you, Coach? No, man, hey, I appreciate you guys doing this. It means a lot to our program, and, and we're excited about it. And uh, we're excited for this fall season, and we're excited for the spring season as, you know, our goal is to – to bring Grace another state championship home, and, and we're going to work hard towards it. So we're excited again, and uh, this is an awesome deal you guys are doing. So I appreciate you guys a lot. Boy, it's our pleasure. We appreciate you.